to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. Here's your host and philosophical entertainer, Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. be the most intense alteration of consciousness available to earth creatures. The sex act through a kind of static electricity charged by friction, opposition, attraction, literally creates the spark of life. Inseparable from this event is the experience of sex itself, a shedding of social values, Increased intimacy, vulnerability, total honesty, and a moment of bliss followed by an alteration of consciousness. This is the mystic experience. We lose the ability to experience sex fully in several ways. First, we concentrate too much on our sex organs and not enough on the total being, reducing sex to the contact of genitals would be like reducing the experience of milkshake to sucking through a straw. There's a lot more going on than that. We're also limiting our sexual experience because we're afraid to feel. If you're not in touch with your feelings during the day, you can't expect to suddenly let loose all your passion on cue. To experience sensuous, fearless sex, you must learn to experience life in a boldly sensuous way. But the biggest obstacle to transcendental sex and the one really underlying the others is a sense of unworthiness. We limit the possible joy of our sexual encounters because we feel we are not worthy of such an experience. This manifestation itself in several ways man may think the woman's depth of passion is far greater than his own. He could never please her. He manifests this mindset in a premature ejaculation. On the other hand, the same sense of unworthiness could cause him to be a brutish, uncaring lover. He assumes that if he tries to please her, he'll fail and resent his partner for this. The object of his game becomes a pleasure of himself while not a pleasure of her. Similar, a woman's unworthiness may manifest itself in the belief that an act of sex is for the man's enjoyment and not her own, because she is unworthy of an orgasm. Rather than making her needs known, she puts up with sex. Meanwhile, all she does is create resentment in her partner who can't understand why she isn't satisfied. Another way we manifest feelings of unworthiness during sex is by playing, can you top this? Couples strive for more intense orgasms through the use of leather, whips, chains, and poppers, convinced that they are incapable of transcending sex on their own. They are addicted to orgasm and believe its source is somewhere other than in the interaction between them. Before we get too down on ourselves, remember this, most people don't have a transcendent sexual experience, even if they talk like they do. Chances are, the more they boast, the more they're really just 
compensating for the shallowness of their experiences. Best of all, the good news is it's actually been here for a dozen centuries or so for partners or even solo artists willing to accept the fact that sex is more than a bump and a squirt and an unlimited range of transcendental experience awaits you. Some final words about this podcast. First, everything is expressed in terms of male and female energies. This is because the Tao and Tantric texts are based on the particular permutation. We assume you can translate most of these principles to gay and lesbian sex or any other kind of uh, any kind of uh, arrangement we might be overlooking. The following techniques might seem extremely technical, and some of them kind of are, but even mastery of all the physical techniques in the world could never truly enhance sex without love. It has always been our opinion that the primary component of good sex is love. Sex is transcendental only when the desire to express love and create pleasure is greater than could be possibly manifest on this plane of existence. It's transcendent because it has to be. Sex is an act of adoration. Even masturbation requires true self-love to be a transcendent act. If you believe that sex and love are two different things and have a stake in that belief structure, then maybe try a different chapter on getting high naturally. The Tao of sex is based on the same principle as the Tao of anything. Briefly, it is that everything manifesting itself on earth is some combination of the two essential forces, yin and yang. Yin is the feminine energy and corresponds with the moon, the night, and the earth, while yang is the masculine energy and corresponds with the sun, the day, and the sky. The familiar yin and yang symbols indicate that these two forces are continuously moving, even dancing with each other, the only constant in their circulatory movement and change. The fuel for this movement is life energy, or qi. The Tao of sex concerns itself with a balance of the male and female energies. Sex becomes a living, working example of the yin and yang in action. The better a couple learns to circulate qi, the more nourished they are by each other's energies, or the more electricity they create, and the more heightened their level of consciousness becomes. The principle for attaining better circulation of qi during sex are pretty simple. Number one, ejaculation is not the highest sexual pleasure for man. In fact, the Taoists believe that a man should not ejaculate but once in five or ten sessions. The semen is to be considered an essential and precious life fluid. The older a man is, the more he should retain it. Ejaculation is also something that should never be forced. One need not change gears toward the end of a session in order to move toward orgasm. When the body needs to release semen, it will do so. In practical terms, the idea would be for the man to take pleasure in the moment he is in, 
rather than goal-orienting himself to the orgasm. He can resist the temptation to move towards orgasm or learn to control it when the opportunity presents itself. He will reach new heights of sexual bliss, as in the meditative or physical discipline. It is in the moment after the push yourself one step farther that your consciousness can go one level higher. Prolonged lovemaking may seem difficult at first, especially for men who equate sex with ejaculation or have gotten used to a quickie to help them fall asleep. The techniques to delay orgasm are simple. The easiest, called the locking method, is simple to withdraw the penis whenever the urge for ejaculation occurs. Wait until the urge subsides, then enter again. Another, called the squeeze technique, is even simpler. When the man feels the urge to ejaculate, he firmly presses the point between his scrotum and anus. Another method, although not Taoist in origin, is for the man to tell the woman when the urge to ejaculate has come. She, in the straddling position above him, must lift herself off of him and tightly squeeze the penis with her thumb and forefinger just below the tip. When his erection just begins to subside, he should mount again. A newer, popular method is a gentle pull of the testicles down and away from the body when the urge to ejaculate is felt. Prolonged lovemaking, as far as we are concerned, is anything over 20 minutes. But allowing yourself to go two or three hours can lead to ecstasies far beyond what you might have thought were possible.